Hello everyone, this is Pastor Sid coming to you from my home. It's always good to speak to you through this medium. And I enjoy speaking to you on social media and over the phone. And I miss you all very much. And I know you miss seeing each other. We miss our church building over on Valley Hill Road, the Faith United Methodist Church. But since we're outside the buildings, we are still one in the spirit. We are one in truth. We are one in love. We are one in the bond of peace. I want to speak to you just a little bit and read from the Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ to begin with, where we left off last week, the Gospel of Jesus Christ according to St. John in the chapter 14, around the 15th verse. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate or comforter to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. The psalmist said in the 66th Psalm, make a joyful noise to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds because of your great power. Your enemies cringe before you. All the earth worships you. They sing praises to you and sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds among mortals. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There we rejoiced in him who rules by his might forever, whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let the rebellious not exalt themselves. Bless, O God, O peoples, let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept us among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried, you brought us into the net. You lay burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through the fire, through water, yet you have brought us out to a spacious place. How wonderful it is to be children of God. We are all children of God. I'm speaking to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as disciples of Christ, followers of Jesus, respecting all others, we follow, we're people of the book. We are followers of Jesus Christ. We believe in God, our creator, our redeemer, our sustainer. I want to read another short passage to you from the Acts of the Apostles that Paul, in the 17th chapter, the 22nd verse, then Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship. I found among them an altar with the inscription to an unknown God, what therefore you worshiped as unknown, I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it, who made everything in it, and he 
who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today, I'm just here to tell you God is with us and God is great to be praised. Jesus said he's with us. He gives us the spirit of truth to teach us, to guide us, to comfort us, to show us the right way. A lot of us have different views on what that means and we have different ideas and different uh, schools of thought. Paul there standing before the Greeks and standing there at the Aragopas. But the God, Paul was there and he was preaching. And he said, there's a God here with the inscription of the unknown God. He said, he's not unknown. I'm here to tell you about him. The psalmist said, he's great. He's greatly to be praised. He's awesome. His deeds are great. Now, some of our deeds are not so great. We're all sinners. We all fall short. As I say, I'm the greatest sinner I know. We're somewhat chameleons sometimes and change colors and forget who we are. And sometimes we get in arguments and sometimes we get in debates and we get in a lot of different things that uh, we disagree on. And uh, But we fail to let people think and uh, they allow us to think and let them think. Just think about Mr. Wesley for a minute, we who are Methodists. What had happened if he had given up? He was an Anglican priest. He didn't intend on starting a new denomination. There are multiple denominations come from his ministry, Wesleyan uh, theology and, and uh, the holiness tradition, the Pentecostal tradition, the mainline Methodist, all of those, because one man who was went into many churches and he wrote in his journals, I went and preached on this day and I was asked not to come back because they had a radical idea in that time that everyone should be included in the kingdom of God as children of God. He went out and preached in the field. He said, the poor, the, the lame, the, the infirmed, those who were alcoholics, those who were thought of as not equal with others. He went and spent his whole life sharing that message. And here we are sharing that message, same message today, that God is God and God loves all of us and he has given his spirit to us and he is with us always. We live in difficult times. We are sheltered at home. We hear all sorts of ideas of what uh, is right and, and what's truth. And we hear conspiracy <laughs> things that seem absurd to me. Maybe they make sense to you, but they don't to me. We get confused with what we hear. And I urge you to not listen or follow or read just one source. Educate yourself and use reason, just as Mr. Wesley taught us. Use logic. Balance things out. Think for yourself. Look at tradition. 
and your own experience with God. And may the spirit of truth evolve and may it come through you and may it may be emerge continually in this world as we can see God as God wants to see God, us to see God. You see, we need to see each other the same, regardless of where we're from, what we look like, uh, what we think people ought to be like, or, or whatever, what they ought to think. We're all part of this human race, and God loves us all just the same. We disagree, even within the Christian faith and outside of the faith that some people have no believe at all. Sometimes I think to myself, well, it's no wonder they don't trust us because we've done a lot of things that are not Christian in the name of Christianity that God would not approve of in the name of God. And I think that we are learning that as we go along, that we're not all the same. But God gave us a mind. God gave us his spirit to be in us and to guide us. But what happens? We still don't see everything the same. We don't always agree. Someone recently said, are you losing friends uh, over, over all of your debates? And I said, I hope not. Just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean I stop loving you and, and stop wanting to be your friend. And I certainly hope you wouldn't feel that way toward me. And we shouldn't feel that way toward each other because we all are part of the same body, that we're all part of the same faith or the, at least a portion of faith. We're called not to do harm. We're called to do good. We're called to take care of the things and ordinances of God. There's a little cartoon that I always like to refer to that King Duncan often puts in some of his writings in this old cartoon uh, of Calvin and Hobbes. And Calvin comes down one day with a helmet on and a cape tied around, a towel tied around him like a, uh, or a sheet, like a cape. And they had a flashlight in one hand and had a ball bat in the other. And his mom looked at him and said, what on earth are you doing? And he said, well, I'm just trying to uh, get ready for today. She said, what's up today? Well, nothing so far. So far, she asks. And Calvin says, well, you never know. Something could happen today. And he marches off. And if anything does, by golly, I'm going to be ready for it. And Calvin's mom looks at the reading audience and says, I need a suit like that. Have you ever felt like you need... All of this armor, well, we do have armor. We are given God's word. We're given God's love. We're given God's spirit. We're given uh, God's peace. We are in trying times and uh, changing times, as Bishop Sue said the other day, that these times change from every, some say every 500 years to 1,000 years, there are transitions in society. I told people that if I, through, as a historian, and I looked through uh, every century, that there are many, many changes that happen in society and in the church and in the political world and in the economic world and all across the world. 
So, is that scary in some ways? Yeah. But it's also a thing in my heart that lets me know that God's in control and we as humans, we're forever evolving into whatever God wants us to evolve in. And I believe in the end, when all things are made new and we sit down at that table that we'll all be uh, happy and one in the spirit and one in the Lord and they'll know who we are by our love. That's what Christians ought to be known as or known for is our love. People say they, that anyone can ask me what our preacher talks about the most, and it's love. Because, you know, Jesus said this one little thing, a new commandment I give you in all the scriptures and all the traditions and all the commandments and everything that's ever been said and ever will be said hinges on this one thing. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself and thus you have fulfilled all of these things. The man in that heart we get caught up in so many things. And Lord, in this wonderful country that we live in, we're able to express, but we should be peaceful. We don't need to be violent. We don't need to be uh, hating each other and killing each other and committing all of these things. And we hear a rise of domestic violence and all of that in this town. We really should be reflecting. Uh, during the Black Plague, Martin Luther said, uh, you go out and you help people as much as you can and do what you need to do to help others, but also take care of yourselves and you stay in touch with God and stay in prayer and stay in relationship with God. I'm doing everything I can to look after myself and you should too, if it means staying in this house and I've been in this house more than I can ever remember, been alone more uh, far as human contact and other people around for the longest period in my life. And it kind of makes me feel, thank God there's TVs and uh, computers and social media and all of that sort of thing. And the scriptures are here and music that we can, that I go over to the piano and the organ. And that's when sometimes I feel like sharing that with you because it kind of, I guess you would say, keeps me sane if, if that's what you want to call me. But, I am grateful that we all have God's presence with us. And just like Calvin said in this cartoon, you know, I don't know what might happen, but something might happen, but by golly, I'm going to be ready. Well, a lot of folks have a lot of different ideas. We can argue all day, we can debate, we can say whatever, and we can, you know, just stay in abs absurdities and, and divisions, but we, we can love each other if we really wanted to and accept each other and respect each other's uh, views and listen to each other if we really wanted to. I really believe God is telling us something. Study to show yourself approved. See the glory of God in other people. See the beauty of God's creation. See the beauty of diversity. See the beauty of, of thought. 
Look at these young, beautiful people who have stayed in school. They're graduating. Congratulations to all of you. As an educator, I salute you, and I particularly salute my fellow educators from the classroom to the lunchroom and everything in between. They have come and prepared meals for students to hand out. They have been online teaching and getting kids through this uh, time, and folk kids have finished and are graduating. They're not getting to go down the stage and receive their diploma like we did, but they're going to always remember this time and tell it to their children and their uh, grandchildren and their great-grandchildren. It's going to be a time remembered. And I salute educators to rising to the challenge. Let me tell you, folks, the special people and you need to be thankful for them. All the ministers that are reaching out to uh, the congregations and finding different ways to minister, they're special people, musicians, singers, people in the church, keeping things going in a time like this where we're just uncertain what the end game's gonna be and what's gonna be our new normal. That's what we hear all the time, the new normal. What, what is that? What's that gonna look like? Will it go back to being what it was? Or is it just going to be something else? I don't know. But I do believe that if we don't learn something from all of this, that we've missed a great opportunity to better ourselves as human beings. I say that again. If we do not learn something from this, that we are not in control all the time, and that there are a lot of people on this earth and we're not the only ones here and we have a special opportunity to love even from being safely housed alone. We're venturing out a little more. I went over to Jay Henry's the other day and had a meal, I've been there a couple of times. They were following all the social distancing I'm going to give them a big, a big shout out because I'm not going to many places. I'm going to try some others. But the, if you're following all the recommendations uh, for health uh, from the CDC and other uh, health organizations, then, you know, I'll, I'll venture out there. Mask, gloves, sanitation, you know, cleanse your hands a little bit because that's always been my uh, dining room, and I'm glad that they're there, and I enjoy one of the best meals. I've been eating my own cooking, so I really enjoyed myself the other night. So forgive me uh, for giving them a shout-out here in Griffin. I really love Jay Henry's. But I also have learned that and reminded myself that uh, everything's not always the same. Things change. We go through changes. We go through changes generationally. We go through changes in our lives. We lose people that we love. People have lost folks that they love deeply. And they do all the time, but in such a way that this has happened. It's opened our eyes to to how fragile life is. But God is over us all. God gives us life. And, and then we believe in eternal life that beyond this, and we sit and we think about that. What does all that mean? It's a very special time. 
it's a scary time, but it's a great time. We salute the first responders, the nurses, the doctors, the scientists, also all of those that are caring for the sick. I salute you for praying and reaching out and lifting people's names up. My good friend Dorothy Welch, a fellow educator, who was given basically no hope, is off a ventilator. She is coming off of all of her medication and sedation and is becoming alert and will be rehabilitated. And I am going to rejoice when I hear that she has gone home to be back home with her son and back home with the people who love her. A fine woman, a fine educator, good Christian. All of those that are on our list, we've heard folks all over keep praying for them. Keep encouraging each other. When you get into debate, as I often do with folks over politics and over religion and over issues and what have you, don't fall out with each other. Just listen to each other. Realize that you're not all thinking the same. We're not all going to think the same. But we're all part of God's great big family. And that we're to forgive each other as Christ has forgiven us. Love each other because God could have pronounced judgment on all of us. God knows my sins. He knows my hidden sins. He knows my open sins. He knows my mind. He knows my heart. He knows my good. He knows my bad. And he loves me the same all the time. And he's the same with you because we're human beings. So before we start judging others, let's remember that God loves us and God keeps us and God does everyone else. Join with me in this historic confession of our Christian faith, the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered on the Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day rose from the dead and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. And from there shall come to earth and to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, and is now, and forever shall be, world without end. Amen and amen. Loving God, our Creator, our Savior, our Redeemer, Holy Spirit, our Sustainer. God, we depend on you, and we rejoice that, God, that you are in control Help us to hear your voice. Help us to emerge in love and bathe others in love and acceptance and forgiveness and whatever we need to do with each other. Help us to be bold enough to be the Mr. Wesleys of the world and the Martin Luthers and the Martin Luther Kings and uh, all the other great people have come down through generations and are here with us now to be instruments of peace and love and instruments of positive change. Help us to love our neighbors. Help us to 
care for the sick and help us to reach out to those who need it most. People are worried, people are in fear, people are in isolation. Remind us to pick up the phone, Lord, and call folks. And remind us that to pray that prayer for each other. Remind us, Lord, of who we are. And remind us that you accept us as we are without one plea. Except you died for us. We pray for our nation. We pray for our our president. We pray for our leaders. We pray for our governor. We pray for our state leaders. We pray for local leaders. We pray for our church leaders, our bishop, our superintendents. Guide them all, Lord. And as we enter into an election season and cast our votes, God, help us to exercise that great gift that's given to us and help us to make wise decisions. Lord, be with us all, those in harm's way, those that keep us safe. Help us, Lord, to always be wise and hear your voice. For we ask in the name of the Good Shepherd, who loves us so much and taught us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, our sins, our debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us, who sin against us, who are in our debt. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from all the garbage of the world that would tear us apart. For thine, for yours, Lord, is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you all so much for being part of our church. Enjoy the music, the words on the screen. Sing. Look at the the address to our treasurer. It's not at the church. It's not on Valley Hill Road. It's another address. But we're thankful for our building over there on Valley Hill Road in Riverdale. We still have uh, obligations to make, and if you can give, if you're in the position to give, we understand that it's a struggle financially now for many folks, but if you can, please, please send your gifts. Thank you, Gail Ayers, for being so good to us and your beautiful music, and I shared from your choir from Woodward Academy. Uh, We thank Andrew Duncan for all of his work Uh, for putting these messages together and these YouTube uh, messages and presentations. And we're going to try, I think, maybe some uh, uh, streaming or whatever in the future. Maybe, I don't know. But we want to keep showing the world that we're alive. Guess what, people? The church is alive. Just like Paul said, you know, God does does not live in a shrine. God lives in us. God is over all the world. He works in us and through us and for us and and for each other. So may that same God be with you, the God of all love and mercy and grace, through his son, Jesus Christ, who is our great redeemer and forgives us all our sins and through his Holy Spirit, his holy presence, who guides us and teaches us truth. And may we ever be completely engulfed and enveloped in his love 
may you be as you go your way, now and forevermore. Amen.